on today's Locked On Thunder podcast. We're going to dive into Isaiah Roby being waived by the OKC Thunder. Does it really matter? Plus, the Thunder ink a new two-way deal and release their Summer League roster. Let's preview all of Summer League coming up on today's Locked On Thunder podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, it's your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your teams every day. I am your host, media member, and editor-in-chief over at thundersintentions.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Pod. Email the show, Pod at gmail.com. On today's show, we're going to talk about the Oklahoma City Thunder waving Isaiah Roby, why you should not freak out about that decision. Plus, discuss the Summer League roster, which OKC just revealed, and preview tonight's game against the Utah Jazz, as well as Summer League as a whole. Thank you for making Locked on Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Hope you had a very happy and safe 4th of July on Monday. But Isaiah Roby, the big story, was waived by OKC. This is a very interesting transaction. The team picked up his option on Wednesday and then waived him on Sunday before his deal worth $1.9 million became guaranteed. It's odd to pick up his option in the first place. I didn't think that we'd have anything to talk about Sunday. I thought that since they picked up his option, they just go ahead and let him ride into training camp and let him try to earn his spot. Uh, But they didn't. They, They waived him Sunday to not have to pay him that full amount of money it was odd not to just decline the option and you know the argument being, oh, well, they needed more time to discuss. Well, nothing changed from Wednesday to Sunday. Um, nothing about Roby's game changed. You didn't find anything else about Roby between those two dates. So it was odd to, uh, to force Roby to get a late start uh, into finding a new home. And you know in the process of that, again, didn't let him compete for you know, a spot on the roster, didn't fully guarantee the $1.9 million uh, deal. That was just odd. But does it really matter? No. I've been telling you for over a year now, since the day Jeremiah Robinson Earl was drafted in Oklahoma City, I've been telling you, he makes Isaiah Roby redundant. Isaiah Roby will not be in Oklahoma City for long because of Jeremiah Robinson Earl. And then they doubled down. And two weeks ago, drafted Jalen Williams out of Arkansas, Jay Wheel. The writing was always on the wall. You were improving upon that roster spot. You were improving upon this roster. We all knew this was coming. We just thought that on Wednesday, whenever they picked up his option, hey, he's got another chance to try to prove himself in training camp. But they didn't even let him get that far. And do not let the national media try to spin this into, this is why you have too many draft picks, because Isaiah Roby... Uh, is going to is going to be a usable player in the NBA, and you just cut him for nothing, folks. The Thunder are not even close to being in the point in the rebuild where they have too many good players. And these same national media members are telling you that your franchise is the black eye of the sport, 
and that they're an embarrassment and that they're the, the lowest of the low tanking teams. That's what they're telling you this entire season from October till April. That's what they've been telling you. But now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, for being the black eye of the sport, now they've got too many good players. Now that now they've done too good of a job building a roster. Now, all of a sudden, cutting Roby is just this awful thing because you cut a good basketball player. Guess what? You've been drafting his replacements. And it's not as though you cut a player who you invested in. Having too many draft picks, that argument is only if you cut a guy who you picked in the first round, who you picked in the second round for somebody else, right? You didn't even draft Isaiah Roby. You know how the Thunder got Isaiah Roby? They traded Justin Patton to the Dallas Mavericks. And why did the Mavericks want Justin Patton? They wanted Justin Patton so they could cut him and sign Willie Cauley-Stein. The Mavericks wanted to cut Isaiah Roby. He made too much money. They couldn't do it. So they traded him away to OKC who could afford a contract and take back a more cuttable deal in Justin Patton. The Thunder took a flyer on Isaiah Roby. A flyer. The argument of having too many draft picks would only be if if tomorrow, right, you cut Pokashevsky. That would be one where it's like, okay, you brought in a lot of new guys. You, you, brought, in, you brought in two straight years of having four prospects in your draft class. And you had to cut a first-round pick. You cut a guy you got for Justin Patton, folks. This isn't a big deal. The bottom line is, this is a business. And in and one guy, you acquired for Justin Patton. 50 more guys you acquired for high second-round picks. You traded future second-round picks for. You drafted in the first round of the draft. Who do you think a team's going to keep around? A guy who they, who they traded for you know, using Justin Patton or a guy who they invested a first-round pick in? You let me know the answer to that question. Not everything has to be this grand introspective piece on the Thunder rebuild. Not everything has to be this just think piece regarding what the Thunder are doing. The Thunder waved Isaiah Roby. If any other team in the league did this, it wouldn't even be a blip on the radar. But now all of a sudden, Isaiah Roby is made out to be Michael Jordan. And I like Isaiah Roby. I created Isaiah Roby Island whenever everybody in the world that followed the Thunder wanted him cut his first training camp. But now all of a sudden, how dare the Thunder cut him now? He played really well. He played really well in a small sample size. He didn't play much in the start of the year. That was the whole breakfast club shtick. He didn't play much. Stayed ready. Got his opportunity. Shot well from three. Played well offensively. But there's obvious flaws in his game. While he plays good defense in the fundamental sense, whenever you look at it from a from, from a position of, is he in the right spot? Is he doing his job? Is he doing the right thing? He absolutely is. But he's also too small to guard inside. You see him wall up at the rim, do a great job putting his body in front, do a great job of not fouling with his body in front, but still guys score through him because he's just too small. Not twitchy enough, not fast enough to guard on the perimeter. There's obvious holes in his defense. Offensive game looked really good. Looked really good, but in a small sample size. Does that offensive game translate whenever you give him more opportunity? We'll never know the answer to that in OKC. Hopefully he gets a chance to show that somewhere else. But the freak out regarding Isaiah Roby, totally unwarranted. And he's only making $1.9 million. And he might get, get claimed today on waivers. But... The bottom line is, it comes down to what I told you a year ago. Over a year ago by now. 
I told you the night, the very night of the 2021 NBA draft that the Thunder just drafted Isaiah Roby's replacement and he would be gone within the calendar year. What happened? He's gone because Jerry made him redundant. And what'd you invest in Jerry? You invested in multiple second round picks to move up and go get him. What'd you invest in Isaiah Roby? Justin Patton. It's that simple, folks. It's a business. It's that simple. And Jeremiah Rump is a better player than Isaiah Roby. You could have 15th man on your roster. And it was it was headline news as we just await the trade of Kyrie Irving or, or uh, Kevin Durant. But it was a bit ridiculous to see the outcry regarding Isaiah Roby. I wish him the best. I am never going to leave Isaiah Roby Island. I'll be rooting for him his entire career. But this story went a bridge too far. A bridge too far. And we'll see how this all shakes out and how, how this all ends up. But I had people telling me that the Thunder cut their fourth best player on the roster over the weekend. Their fourth best player. Give me a break. This is ridiculous. This was all a charade. And the Thunder cut Isaiah Roby. And like I said, the day he was cut, when the Thunder announced their summer league roster, nobody will talk about Isaiah Roby anymore. What happened? They released their summer league roster on Monday. Not a peep about Isaiah Roby anymore. Again, don't let everything, before we move on to the summer league roster, don't let everything turn into this retrospective piece on the Thunder rebuild. Sometimes you just make a move that has no consequences. And it doesn't deserve a, a deep dive. And that, and that doesn't deserve a praise of the rebuild or a teardown of the rebuild. It's just a basketball move. There's there's not always some Wizard of Oz pulling the strings and some bigger meaning to things. You cut your 15th man on the roster to make room for another 15th man. That's all there is to it. We'll talk about the Summer League roster coming up, plus the Thunder inked a new two-way slot, a new two-way deal all coming up. But first, I want to tell you right now, a pretty good friends over at Arcade 1-Up. Arcade 1-Up, boom shakalaka. We've got big news. The one, the only NBA GM is back. Arcade 1-Up, the leader in at-home retro arcade games, is not only bringing the best game ever back, but they've made it bigger than ever. Just wait for it with the Shack Edition machine. People are obsessed with NBA Jam, and I am thrilled to tell our listeners that you can once again play hoops with NBA legends in this arcade classic. Jump clear across the courts at the ball on fire in one of the first sports games ever to feature real digitized NBA licensing. No fouls, no free throws, no quarters required. Compete with friends and family through the all-new Wi-Fi leaderboards making you more connected than ever before with Arcade 1-Up with NBA Jam. So pre-order right now at Arcade 1-Up. That's Arcade, the number one, up.com for an estimated early September ship date. Arcade 1-Up is the best place for fun. They've got even more classes like Golden Tee, Mortal Kombat, and many others starting at just $3.99. Check this out. They are also giving away an NBA Jam Shack Edition machine to our Locked On listeners. Subscribe for a chance to win a free console for your man cave at arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade, the number one up.com slash locked on. You've got until July 8th to enter to win the NBA GM Shack Edition console. Do not miss out. Enter today. What are you waiting for? Arcade1up.com slash locked on. 
We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your teams. It's every day. I'm Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. So let's dive into the Thunder inking a new two-way deal plus releasing their Summer League roster, as well as previewing Summer League and tonight's game against the Utah Jazz. A lot to get to. Uh, let's start with the Thunder signing Yuri, uh, Eugene Amore to a two-way deal. Both two-way slots are filled now. Eugene and Lindy Waters are both on the two-way deals. Does this matter? Yes, because OKC gives opportunities to two-way guys more than any other organization. Um, but the real the real piece of news here from the Thunder signing Eugene uh, Amore to a two-way deal, the real piece of news here is it confirms what I've been saying since draft night. Jalen Williams is going to sign a deal that resembles Jeremiah Robinson Earl's contract, which mirrors a first-round pick uh, deal with just more opt-outs for teams. So whenever I say that, you know, Jay was going to get a, a JRE deal that's going to mirror a first-round pick, what that means is you take kind of what, you know, pick 30, you know, Peyton Watson, you take what he got from Denver, right, and his rookie-scale slot from Denver. You take that pick, okay, and then you – relay it to Jalen Williams of uh, Arkansas. And within that, though, there's going to be team options. There's going to be partially guaranteed years instead of fully guaranteed years. There's going to be those kind of opt-outs for teams and security for teams. But meanwhile, that second-round pick does get a pick. It does get a contract that resembles a first-round pick uh, and that if he plays well enough and lives up to it, then uh, he can, of course, make that kind of money. So that's where... Uh, we're at there with the J-Will contract scenario. Uh, also, Eugene was very interesting last year for the Mavs. Um, he got hurt and only played in eight G League games, but he was a stud in the summer league and, and got a lot of Mavs fans really excited about him in the summer league. And so he'll have a chance again in this summer league to do the same thing. Um, but both two-way slots are filled, so it's not as though you could stash J-Will on a two-way contract. Now, I've been telling you all along again that, you know, Pick 34 typically does not sign a two-way deal. However, the only reason a lot of people held out hope for that, um, to be fair to them, was because of the Thunder track record. Like, if you look at the Thunder track record and you say, look, we've been signing guys to a, from a two-way to a standard deal going back to Deontay Burton. Right? It's been a long, long time of us converting guys to the NBA, a long streak of us con- converting two-way slots to the NBA. Trust us on this one. We're going to take care of you at the deadline whenever we have this roster crunch solved. But that's not the way it's going to go. They've already signed Eugene to a two-way deal, and it and it will be, of course, Jay Whale on a deal, like I said, that mirrors Jerry. And thus, you've got to figure out this roster crunch in a big way now because you got 17 roster spots if you include the two-ways. Of course, you just filled both two-way slots, so now you're down uh, from 17 to 16 to 15. So you've got to now at 15 figure out a way to get this roster down from you know, 20 to 15 uh, besides Lindy and Eugene. So it's going to be very interesting to see how they how they do it. Isaiah Roby was the first step in that. Was is not going to be the last step in that, obviously. Uh, they still have a lot of cuts to make between now and October um, and uh, when the season starts. But the Thunder did release their uh, summer league roster. Uh, really only includes a few guys who aren't on the team. Uh, Gabe Brown is one of them from Michigan State. He's 6'8". Uh, Rob Baker from Harvard, a 6'11 post player, is one of them that's on the team. And then Abdul Gaddy is on the is on the uh, summer league roster. That's not on the Thunder roster. Abdul Gaddy is one of the best blue players in the last few years. Uh, he's a really really good playmaker at six three, a really good passer, really good uh, assist guy. 
he can help carry the load once Giddy gets shut down as a playmaker to help out these young players in Vegas. So I, I do think that that was a good pickup for their summer league roster. But those three guys are not actually on the roster, as well as uh, Jaden Shackelford. Uh, he now Jaden is a really good bucket getter from our, from Alabama. He has step backs. He has just a lot of scoring in his bag that he can get to. But besides those four guys, the rest of this roster is on the actual Thunder team. Like uh, Usman, so the rest of the roster besides those four guys: Usman Jang, um, Josh Giddy, J- Chet Holmgren, Vid Critchy, Trey Mann, Eugene Amore, Poku, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, Lindy Waters, Aaron Wiggins, Jalen Williams, and Jalen Williams. So that's that is a really fun and competitive summer league roster. That's going to be something that uh, you're going to want to pay attention to starting tonight. Whenever they take on Utah, uh, even the four, you know, even the four non Thunder guys. Out of those guys, I like two of them. I love uh, Shackelford. I think that he's going to be a very fun scorer. I don't think that he really has a chance to do anything past earn a training camp invite with OKC specifically, but maybe he can show up and sign, and, and sign a deal with another team outside of OKC. That's kind of the thing, right? Uh, Shackelford, Gaddy, Baker, and Brown, they're playing for OKC right now, but if they catch the eye of another team at, at Vegas this week, then that other team can just sign them from the summer league roster to a two-way deal or to a training camp invite, E10, anything like that. As far as the Thunder are concerned, they have a roster crunch that's so great right now and that they have, they have so much um, already riding on this roster crunch that the best that these guys can do for the Thunder organization standpoint is I think that they might be able to sign an E10 deal that gets them to training camp, maybe gets them to a preseason game, and that's pretty much it. Uh, so, so that's what you're looking at, at with those four guys, and that's why the roster is mostly filled with guys who are legitimate Thunder players. Um, but of those names, I do like Gaddy and I do like Shackleford because Gaddy again can really help play make with uh, the Thunder once they kind of shut down some of their main guys. So, what exactly is the plan for summer league? This has been widely discussed, and we have some clarity now on that fact. The first thing I can tell you right now about summer league: get prepared for jokes. So the first joke you're going to hear on Twitter, OKC is trying so hard to win a G League title. This is their entire roster. Yeah, when you're the youngest roster in the NBA, a lot of your guys are going to be playing Summer League still, right? Joke number two will come down the line. It'll come probably around, I'd say, I'd set the over-under at July 8th for whenever this joke comes. Wow, they're shutting guys down in the G League too? Why are they tanking in the G League? I'm so funny and, and, and original. Why are they tanking in the G League? Folks, this is how it works. This is how G, this is how, this is how uh, Summer League works, not G League. Summer League works. Why are they tanking in the Summer League? This is how it works, folks. Returning players like Josh Giddy, like Jeremiah Robinson Earl, like Trey Mann, those type of players have shown flashes in the actual NBA. All you're looking for at Salt Lake City tonight and in Vegas, all you're looking for is one or two big games from them. Show that they are above this competition, and then get app, and then and then get shut down, and then they just don't play anymore after they just absolutely murder the competition for a game or two. Then you shut them down, and you say thank you for your service, and you move forward with you know Gaddy and everybody else on this roster, right? That's gonna happen. So just be prepared for it. Like the, like don't fall into the trap of oh my gosh they're tanking in the summer league. That, that everyone does this. This is how it works. For every organization, for every player, for every team, and every returner who's shown flashes in the NBA. And also, people kind of got confused with Mark's com- comments a few weeks ago. The entire roster is available today. The entire roster is available. Now, Cameron Woods is the coach in Summer League. 
you have the entire roster available to you. There's like 16 players, though. Not all of them can get in. Yeah, there's 16 players on the roster. Not all of them can play tonight. So, like, if somebody doesn't play, don't make it a big deal. But Cam Woods does have the ability to play anybody who wants to play tonight. So you could see Chet, Giddy, May, and all, all play together. Poku play together. You could see any lineup of combination you can ever dream of tonight. They're all available. They're all at his disposal. Speaking of that, let's preview Summer League. Let's talk about uh, the schedule, and let's talk about the game tonight and preview tonight's game as well. So let's talk about that coming up. But first, I want to tell you right now about your friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off of your next order. Folks, it's going to be so fun to check out uh, the Brownie Chunk Bar because the Coconut Brownie Chunk is back. And I am not kidding you a bit. I'm not kidding you one bit. Everyone on the network loves the coconut brownie chunk bars. Everyone loves them. Try them out today by going to built.com, promo code LOCKED15, 15% off your next order. Built.com, promo code LOCKED15, 15% off of your next order. My favorite flavor is cookies and cream. However, the coconut brownie chunk bars being back is a big deal for me. And that is a very, very, very close second. So check them out today. They're great pre-workout or post-workout or even as a meal replacement or a snack. Make sure you check them out today. Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast. On the Lockdown Podcast Network, it's your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOTHUNDERPOD. Email the show, LOTHUNDERPOD at gmail.com. On today's show, we're talking about Summer League. We're talking about um, the preview of Summer League. So let's dive into the schedule and let's dive into tonight's game. Uh, so the schedule. They play tonight, July 5th, against the Jazz at 8 p.m. on ESPN. They play tomorrow, Wednesday, July 6th, against the Grizzlies at 6 p.m. on ESPN2. They play Thursday, July 7th, against the 76ers at 5 p.m. on, uh, 5 p.m. on NBA TV. These three games are all in Salt Lake City, all being played at the Jazz Arena, uh, Vivid Arena in, uh, in Utah. So three straight days of Thunder basketball. Then a couple days off. You're off on the uh, 8th, and then you play again on the 9th in Vegas. So starting July 9th against Houston, this is where the Vegas stretch begins, the true, actual NBA Summer League. Uh, so the Thunder Summer League in Vegas is just a jam-packed schedule with, with loaded games against you know high-end prospects. July 9th against Houston at 7 p.m. on ESPN2. July 11th against Orlando at 8 p.m. on ESPN. July 13th against the Kings at 7 p.m. on NBA TV. That stretch of three games, you could see Chet play against Jabari, uh, Paolo, and Keegan Murray. Now, as I mentioned before, really in Summer League, you're not looking to win games or to win titles or to win anything. You're looking to just evaluate players, and if Chet or Jabari or Paolo or Keegan, which Keegan Murray looked awesome in the uh, in the L.A. circuit this week, this past weekend before the 4th of July, you're looking for them to have one or two big games and then shut them down. So that's a long ways out. You know, Getting to July 9th, 11th, 13th is a long ways out, but uh, it'd be very fun if it all pans out to where all those guys are playing at the same time and playing against each other. And then July 15th against Golden State at 6 p.m. on ESPN. Again, as of right now, Golden State has Kaminga and they have um, uh, you know Kaminga and Wiseman and all them on the roster, but getting to July fifteenth is a big deal. It's a long ways away, and then they will play another game that's to be determined on July seventeenth. 
uh, that will just shake out from pool play in the kind of tournament setting, uh, and then that's kind of your quote-unquote playoff setting in the uh, Summer League. So just keep in mind that they're going to play again on July 17th. So here's a preview of tonight's game. 8 p.m. on ESPN, Chet Holmgren is confirmed to play in this game via Andrew Schlecht, and he asked a Thunder spokesperson about kind of the misconception around the roster and things like that, so he confirmed that Chet's going to play. Um, notable names on the Jazz Summer League team. Taco Fall, Bruno Caboclo, uh, Johnny Johnny Jang of UCLA, that standout from the tournament run with the Bruins to the uh, like Final Four that they made it to. Kofi Cockburn, a standout from uh, Illinois. Th- that was a really fun team. That They remember they lost to uh, Sister Jean and uh, the Ramblers in their tournament run in the uh, round of 32. Xavier Sneed, a standout from Kansas State, who a lot of you may know, know from following the Pac-12. Jared Butler, the standout from Baylor, uh, who a lot of you may know, of course, from that circuit. And Thunder legend Justin Robinson is on this team as well. My biggest takeaway tonight, my biggest hope tonight is Poku Taco Fall and Chet Holmgren all share the same floor. I want to see Alexei Pokushevsky, Taco Fall, and Chet Holmgren all on the fourth the exact same time tonight. That's all I want. That's all I want. This is must-watch TV. Again, I would not wait. If you're if you're just going to kind of kick the can down the road and wait for the Vegas stretch, I wouldn't do that. Like I said, these guys are only going to play a couple games, uh, you know, two, three, four games. Um, make sure you're watching them. Make sure you're, you're, you're tuning into them. We got to see SGA tear it up over the weekend for Team Canada uh, and be called by by Canadian media members and Canadian players that he's the best guard in Canada history, which is just incredible that he plays in OKC. Um, you know, we got to see that over the weekend. Tim Maldon did all right uh, for Team France over the weekend. Now you get to watch uh, these guys at Summer League. Make sure you're tuning into that. We're going to recap the entire game as if it's a real NBA contest tomorrow on Locked on Thunder. I cannot wait for that, so make sure you subscribe across all podcasting platforms. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another.